0: You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. Got John Beeler with me. We have an awesome program today. Later on, uh, we will be chatting with our good friend, Mark Saltzman. You might see his giant face on movie screens across Canada. He's the tech guy there. Well, we're going to be talking to him about some last minute gifts for Father's Day. Of course, on the techie side. We'll also be uh, chatting uh, with uh, an interesting guest out of Ontario. Her name is Jennifer Penmore and uh, talk about the changes happening in the Ontario Ontario justice system as it relates to the COVID-19 pandemic. How are court cases being heard? How is that changing now that some of them are being done on phone or by video calls? Well, we see more of that uh, rolled out across Canada. Well, she's got the lowdown on that. And Fiber or not to fiber. We all have on our great friend, Peter Vogel. uh, He is local here. Talking about the dust up between TELUS and Shaw regarding uh, fiber claims on the Shaw side. If you uh, are looking to get a new internet package, definitely a segment to listen to. John, let's uh, talk about some of the tech news. And uh, this is a device that you've had in your car for a while now. They've just officially released it in Canada. It's Amazon's Echo Auto. So if you wanted to talk to Alexa in your car, now's your chance for 70 bucks.
1: Yeah, this is something that came out, I think, last summer. And, um, it launched in the U S on an invitation only basis. And, uh, it was actually quite a bit cheaper. It was 25 us, uh, to get, and it comes with, you know, this little, uh, tiny little thing looks like a pack of gum, basically. And it's got a little magnet on the bottom and it comes with a little vent clip. You drop it onto your vent clip, and then you basically have a little, uh, basically an echo dot for your car. Is it a speaker? Uh, it is, it, but it, it really has uh, a line out, which is what you're supposed to plug into your auxiliary in on your car. And one of the things where you'd want to get something like this is this is probably a really nice way to get uh, Bluetooth audio into your car if your car has an older stereo and you don't have access to CarPlay or something like that. But I'm still trying to figure out the perfect use case for it from the Amazon side because... I don't really need to be shopping while I'm driving.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, for the love of God, I need some toilet paper.
1: Right. Right. Which you can do, um, you know, and some people maybe they're inspired when they're on the highway of, I need to get something. You can literally just ask Alexa to order it for you. Um, You do have access to navigation, but you have to actually launch the Alexa app to see that. So it's probably a little too clunky to do in our currently, uh, you know, distracted driving environments. Um, but uh, it, it is nice because you do have access to um, uh, Amazon Music if you're going to use that. So that's that works really well. And you also have the ability to um, uh, use any of the skills that you would normally have with that as well. So that's it works out really well for that. So, you know, it's, it's not a bad price for a really good uh, device, For getting Bluetooth into an older car or older car stereo. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out the perfect killer app for it though.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, some people are just taking their smartphone and getting like a a line from their smartphone right into that, into their old stereo and doing it that way, right? And then they're using Siri or or Google to talk to it. But then I guess you've got a cable.
1: Yeah, I think it just depends on if there's a use case for you in the Amazon environment. But I also, I was optimistic when I got it last year that Amazon would find a solution or or, or a problem to solve with it. Uh, This was just their early attempt at getting it into the car, you know, and I have CarPlay as well in my car and I actually have the uh, Amazon app, the Amazon Music app on my CarPlay and I use that because that's my music streaming service of choice. But um, yeah, it's... It's an interesting product that it just feels like Amazon's experimenting with a vehicle in-vehicle entertainment stuff.
0: So, thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: Borderline at 70 bucks. It yeah. wasn't too bad at 25 bucks cuz you're basically buying a bluetooth uh, adapter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll uh, we'll have to follow up in a few weeks to see if you get any more use out of that. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. Don't forget to hit our website www.getconnectedmedia.com. If you go to the newsletter tab, subscribe to the newsletter and you're automatically entered to win in all of our contests. We're giving away this month a Belkin prize pack, a uh, special two Qi charger charger for your smartphone and other wireless devices and also uh, some uh, cables and other accessories. And uh, stay tuned. We've got a great show coming up. If you uh, are interested about getting faster internet for your house, stay tuned. We'll be talking with our good friend Peter Vogel back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Eggerbo here with John Beeler. Let's talk fiber. John you can never have too much fiber in your diet or in your internet package. Well, there's a dust up brewing between Telus and Shaw here in Western Canada. Shaw has recently rebranded their internet packages to include the moniker Fiber or Fiber Plus. Uh, for the different packages uh, they have and this is interesting our uh, good friend peter here who will be talking with peter vogel he actually reached out to me earlier in this week uh, on uh, messenger and just uh, thought hey i wonder if this is going to lead to any uh uh any court (laughs) court battles and lo and behold within a couple days yes Uh, on the line we've got peter vogel Uh, he is a uh, a uh, tech enthusiast expert and uh, physics uh, teacher thanks for joining us uh, peter
2: Good morning, John, and good morning, Mike.
0: So, let's uh, let's start at the beginning. For the listeners, why is fiber important to have uh, in our in our internet uh, I- internet world?
2: Well, fiber is the the ultimate in terms of bandwidth, and all of the providers want to get more and more of your home business, whether that's TV, internet, security, ultimately uh, medical. Uh, um, information and so forth will be exchanged through the home, so bandwidth is the issue. We know that the cable companies are limited with the cable that physically runs into the homes, but we know that the telco, uh, BC TEL or TELUS as it's now known of course has been able to run fiber into many homes, not everywhere, and it it definitely doesn't have the market range that Shaw does in terms of its uh, cable penetration. But now the two are going to do battle over who can claim uh, the biggest bandwidth, the greatest speed, shall we say?
0: So fiber. So this it just <laughs> is interesting. Uh, I mean, they both have fiber networks, uh, but uh, to your point, uh, Telus is now able to get fiber directly from their, I guess, backbone, like that last bit to the actual houses, whereas Shaw, their their main backbone is all fiber, from what I understand. But that last uh, that last mile to the house is, is essentially uh, cable or coax. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. And, and in order to get that upgraded to fiber, if that were to come with uh, the cable company, then it requires a visit to the home, perhaps even drilling, to get the, uh, the fiber from the road into the residence. Now, uh, uh, TELUS embarked on that about five years ago targeted a few uh, municipalities as test cases. Uh, the one where I happened to be, Port Coquitlam, was one. And they got uh, waivers to, uh, they didn't have to pay permit fees and so forth, but basically even carte blanche. And Fiber ended up in pretty much every home here. Once they had that Fiber, then, of course, they could then uh, target marketing at those homes.
0: So looking at the marketing now, uh, Shaw has rolled out their Fiber Plus plans. I mean, at face value there, they look to be kind of the same speeds. You can get gigabit speeds, uh, which is pretty fast. Uh, that's a thousand megabits, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from from Shaw and, and TELUS. So the speeds seem to be the same. Is, are there other differences?
2: Sure. So the, 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 the speeds are indeed apparently about the same. Um, TELUS is synchronous. So both up and down are on the order of a gigabit. That's definitely not the case with shaw its uh, technology the coax part of it simply cannot deliver that upload speed and the download speed uh, is of course marketed as up to and that's a very important part of the the background shall we say but this fiber plus term has caused confusion Uh, one would think the word plus means well this is better than fiber but uh, you know this is fiber plus old school copper so it cannot be better than pure fiber
1: And we talked about it uh recently uh when you were on talking about another topic about how the download speed is what's typically marketed but it's sometimes really the upload speed that can really be the dramatic difference maker for some people if you're uploading large files to yeah. youtube or facebook or somewhere else or work um, yeah, or work, yeah. Um, yeah. Or even even on these Zoom calls that we've been on for the radio shows, uh, having a big pipe going up and down is very important to that. Um,
2: and yes. So, very, very and very so. And yes. we're all on Shaw. Yes, I, I have a, a colleague here in uh, Port Coquitlam, and, and his job involves uh, uploading uh, converted videos. So he takes in VHS tapes and so forth and prepares them as digital equivalents and they they require massive uploads he has to work with the uh, the telus uh side of things the the shaw speed simply would be too slow for him
0: so let's just contrast that so if you were to get uh, gigabit service uh from telus you would get a thousand down but you'd also get a thousand up whereas shaw you'd be getting a thousand down but from what i understand is it about about 25 megabits up
2: Yes, about 25 to 30, uh, and it, it could even be as low as 10, depending on your plan. But of course, not, not on the gigabit side. But yes, it's up to, I think I've measured up to 30 myself.
0: So let's talk about Shaw's fiber uh, claim. I mean, <laughs> they're not wrong if you look at the overall network of, of Shaw. Like their their main network is, is fiber, uh, correct?
2: Correct. Uh, it, 99.9, as they claim, percent of it is fiber. So the the 100 meters to each house aggregated across Western Canada, their claim is that amounts to the 0.1 uh, percent, shall we say. So they say 1.4 million kilometers of glass fiber across Western Canada.
0: Would TELUS be able to claim 100% fiber? Uh,
2: for, on an individual customer basis? Yes. No. Your neighbor and my neighbor may not be on a Telus feed, so they wouldn't enter into that. But yes, if you're on a Telus fiber, it's 100% fiber.
0: I I wonder what uh, the judge who will be looking at this will have to take into account. Like, if they can claim that 99.9% of their network is fiber, which is true, um, do you, in your thoughts, do they have the the right to call it fiber?
2: I suspect they're going to lose this one. Uh, I think the uh, the claim centers on irreparable harm and damage. And I think if we were to poll a typical uh, group of people, they would assume that the term fiber plus means better than fiber. And that is a tough claim to uphold. Because they'd have to prove it's better than fiber. Right. Now they're prepared to uh, cite the uh, speed tests uh, from September for October 2019, this is the typical industry thing where you get Ookla or speedtest.net to test across your network. And because so much of their network, Shaw's network is capable of gigabit download uh, and TELUS is is not, they're going to claim that our network is uh, overall better in terms of this independent, shall we say, third party speed measurement.
0: So guys, other than, us geeks <laughs> who are all about speeds and feeds. Does anyone really care about this? Because they're essentially going to be able to get
2: roughly the same speed from both. For as as John said, for most uh, consumers, yep, they're not going to notice the difference. Um, if there are individual niche uh, requirements for especially high upload speed, they'll notice the difference for sure. And then, of course, there's the TV side of things. Uh, Shaw has aggressively marketed its Blue Curve, which at one time was Blue Sky, and before that was X1 from Comcast. They need that uh, that speed to drive that IP-based TV.
1: John? I think it's also worth noting, too, that uh, I think you'll know if you're on Fiber because it's definitely not the cheapest that either company offers. Um, I, I think uh, basically it's, you know, to get the gigabit, fiber plus you're looking at almost 200 dollars just for the internet
2: uh on on the the shaw side uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, the 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 cheapest sort of uh say 700 um megabit plan so 0. 0.75 shall we say of a gigabit is on the order of 175 185 dollars for fiber plus the the tv side Right: but even that has risen uh, on the order of 15 percent, and it's not clear why that is rising.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this on, on Facebook, Peter, but the fact that we both have an, an older plan that we're quite happy with. Uh, you know full disclosure, I pay about hundred dollars hundred and two dollars a month taxes in for HD channels, and I get roughly 640 megabit uh, internet on Shaw,
2: yes and mine is 120 dollars uh i'm on the 600 megabit as well uh i'm quite happy with that uh but that wasn't the going rate but that that was the effective rate but the marketed price is roughly 160 at that time yeah those prices are climbing and it doesn't look like the two companies are prepared to duke it out over price at this point They're, they're sticking to their prices yeah
1: it's, and, intre- it's a lot for internet, right? You know, and I, yeah. again, like we've talked about, the average person, anytime you're above 100 or even 300, 100%. you're probably not going to see a big difference unless you're doing very specific tasks.
0: Well, you know why it's more expensive for internet now? Because less people are getting TV. They have to make up We're that cutting, rip. Yes. Yep. Uh,
2: yeah. 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 Yep. The, 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 the internet is the key part of the business. Yes. The TV is ancillary.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, these are big corporations with shareholders, with revenue targets. Uh, if one area of their revenue is going down, they have to make that up somewhere. <laughs> so uh, they're going to do that on the, the thing that has the most uh, demand. I mean, I think I'm paying about 105 or $110 for the 300 megabit plan from Shaw. And-, yeah. and they, they made so you, me take you the have t- no TV though, right? No, they made me take TV. Cause I, I phoned them. I was paying like 170 bucks a month and no one in my house watches regular cable TV anymore. Uh, so, you know, I phoned them and I said, I just, I don't watch TV, but they put me into a plan for $105 that basically gave me the same thing. Uh, yes. But they made me take TV. And it's kind of funny because I've got all the, you know, all the, cable, all the boxes, they're sitting in a bag in my garage. Like I, I haven't hooked up oh, any of the the cable TV boxes to any of the the televisions because everyone's just streaming stuff now through all the you know the streaming uh, channels they but there
2: sure are <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to watch this play out but uh, Shaw and Telus have done legal battle before. this is not the first time that they've uh, taken each other to court. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out.
0: Well, it's interesting. we're geeks. I, I would call us geeks. Um, yes. are, are any of you guys rushing out to to get the the Telus fiber? I mean, obviously we know that, you know, the upload speeds are better, um, but is that a big deal for you right now?
1: Not for me. John? Uh, Same. Uh, My plan doesn't come up until November. And generally I I do my, my updates and upgrades and, and changes around Black Friday, which is how I got the deal I have now. Smart.
0: Well, there you have it. We'll uh, keep on this story here again. uh, Tell us going after Shaw for uh, Shaw's claim of uh, Fiber Plus. Uh, We'll see how that uh, all turns out. Thanks for joining us, Peter.
2: Thank you very much.
0: We're going to have to take a break. More tech to talk after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Father's Day tomorrow. Are you ready, John? Sure. (laughs) Well, uh, as you know, we are a tech show, so we uh, want to talk about some techie gifts, uh, last minute ones that you could uh, possibly get for the father in your life. To help us, we have uh, got uh, Canada's other tech sweetheart, Mark Salzman. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Hey guys,
3: <laughs> whatever. I'm like the East Coast Mike Agarbo, is what some people
0: say. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to get you on the line, uh, Mark. You've always got great ideas uh, as far as uh, techie uh,
3: gift ideas. Uh, so uh,
0: let's go through a list of uh, what you're looking at uh, this Father's Day. Uh,
3: so I've got a half dozen suggestions, um, ranging in in price. Of course, one is not quite out yet, but um, this is something that the family may want to go in on if if Dad is uh, if his phone is in dire need of an upgrade, uh, like my my dad does. I swear, his cell phone has a rotary dial on it. It's so, but on bumps. Um, It's coming out soon. It's uh, the P40 Pro from Huawei. It is uh, considered the world's best smartphone camera. Uh, Just like their predecessors, and I know, Mike, you're familiar with these. I mean, they've partnered with Leica to uh, provide amazing uh, optics. So in this case, six different cameras on the P40 Pro. There's two on the front, four on the back, one of which can do a 50 times uh, zoom. And I've been playing around with it for about two weeks and it's just um, unbelievable, the uh, photos and videos that this uh, thing can capture. The screen is uh, stunning, it's 6.6 inches almost and it's got what's called a quad curved uh, display. So it's got a really nice shape to it, really nice design. And the geek in me likes the, what's called the 90 Hertz refresh rate. So super responsive to the touch, whether you're just scrolling through websites or through texts or whatever, or playing a game, um, it's really responsive. Um, and then, um, there's a new app gallery. So the Huawei app gallery replaces Google play, but you can still import your older, uh, apps if you've got an Android phone already. And then of course for Google services, you can go right to the web browser and and access Google maps or Gmail or what have you, but it's going to be a $0 phone on a two, year plan with telus and other carriers and there's a lot of buzz around that so I, again that's the p40 pro but you have to see what it can do to fully appreciate uh, this camera phone
0: very cool no we've had a chance to check that out uh, highly recommend it uh, what else you got uh, mark
3: yeah, so if dad already has a phone he's happy with, or you wanna gift him something by tomorrow, um, the SureCall Flare 3.0 cellular booster is a great idea, especially if dad's now working from home, or maybe he's got a, a cottage, a cabin somewhere, and he's trying to get work done, and it's embarrassing to have dropped calls. Um, this is a, uh, a cellular booster, as the name suggests. Uh, so regardless of which phone or which which carrier you've got, it will cover up to 3,500 square feet, and give, your boost, uh, give it a boost for whether it's calls, texts, Or data. And it's got a patented two in one design. So it's a small little tabletop unit that has both the antenna and the booster inside the box. And then one cable goes to the outside antenna, which you also get, uh, which you want to mount. And it really does make a difference. Um, I have several friends in the Toronto area who live in um, the suburbs in little pockets and they just it's embarrassing. They're trying to get work done and calls are dropped. Um, you know, I send a text and they get it like an hour later. Um, so this really does a good job. It's on sale in June only for four ninety nine. And again, it's sure calls the company at surecallboosters.ca. Very, very
0: cool. Uh, What else you got on the list? Mark.
3: So I know that you're a fan of computers that, uh, just do more than that. Just give you more bang for the buck. And I really like the XPS 13 from Dell. I know you've had some time with this. It is, uh, a super slim and lightweight laptop, but that's kind of table stakes these days, but they've done such a good job on it that it's a 13.4 inch screen squeezed into an 11 inch body uh, up to a 20 hour battery may not be the sexiest of features, but I think super important. Um, and a 10th gen Intel processor. So there's no trade-offs. Yeah, you're not trading um, performance for size. You're not trading performance for battery life. Um, I love the different designs. There's a white finish that has like this woven glass through it that's really stunning. You can get it in touch if you want, but prices start at fifteen hundred, so it might be something that the entire family would go in on. Naturally, it's on the higher end of the products I'm going to suggest today, but um, nonetheless, very, very cool. And the XPS thirteen, as you know, comes out every year around this time, uh, so this is the twenty twenty model, of course.
0: Very cool. No, I love uh, the Dell uh, laptops, uh, and I love what they've been doing as far as the size as well, getting that uh, you know big screen but in a smaller, smaller package. Yeah. Uh, they're well, they're beautiful.
3: As society's starting to open up, and we are allowed to go out soon, and you know spend more time on the go and coffee shops in the park back at home, maybe to an office. Uh, so you, you don't want to be, you know, weighted down. I remember my old laptop, I used to call it the backbreaker 3000, you know,
1: <laughs> like,
3: you know, cause I wanted something that I can play games with. So I, as a result, I had this chunky, thick, laptop that had a great graphics uh, processor in it. But now you can get that without uh, having that bulk um, or, or uh, heavy, uh, big, thick look to it. Um, now, a couple of ideas for those who like home entertainment. One is a portable projector from Epson called the EF100. So it's a mini laser streaming projector. It has Android TV built in. But the idea is that you can bring it around the house, play games on your ceiling up to 150 inches, like lie on your couch, if you like, or splash a movie on the wall, or if you have a screen even better, but it has 2000 lumens, it's really bright. So you don't even really need a a screen. If you don't want a dedicated place in your home to have a a screen that maybe descends down, uh, you know, to watch a movie, you can actually place this anywhere and even bring it outside. As I mentioned, it is portable. So, um, maybe for summer movie nights in, uh, in the backyard, uh, with your socially distanced neighbors, you may want to watch like a Disney flick splashed up against the side of the house or if you do have a screen uh, it's even better um, and as I mentioned it has those that built in Android TV platform so it's already in there so it's called the Epson EF100 it's 1300 but if dad has more of an eye his eye on a TV maybe for his man cave you can now get a 4k 65 inch uh, TV with uh, Dolby vision and HDR 10 uh, high dynamic range for better brightness and color and contrast for under 650. Um, So Costco has this, uh, this TV called the Hisense R61G and it's a Roku TV as well. So you don't have to buy a Roku stick or box in order to access all your favorite streaming services. It's already built into the TV, but it is an absolutely stunning screen. Uh, And again, 65 inches. And if you want to go with a 58 inch model, it's under 440. So prices are dropping. The quality is there. And, um, you know, I guess shameless plug because they do write for Costco connection magazine, but I'm not promoting Costco, but they do have that two year warranty. So if there's any questions to take it back, they add an extra year onto anything you buy. So that's really good for electronics. Um, so yeah, that's called the Hisense R61 G if the family wants to go in on a big and beautiful TV for dad.
0: Well, coincidentally, uh, you mentioned the Epson projector. We actually have a review up on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. So for the listeners, if you want to check that out, uh, Ged, one of our contributors, Uh, actually had a chance to put it through his paces loved it and uh, great in daylight uh, conditions as well which uh, is i think a great feature
3: and Uh, that's yeah a lot that's a misconception i think for for today's projectors is that it has to be super black super dark out or you need a basement that isn't the case um you know so uh, they're getting better all the time Mm -hmm. mark i want to thank you so much where can people find out more information about you yeah. Thanks, Mike and John. Um, so Mark is my website, Mark with a C and, um, on social media, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And I link to my articles and, uh, my TV spots and stuff like that. So thanks so much. Appreciate you having me and happy father's day to you guys.
0: Thank you, Mark. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on get connected. Stay tuned. You are back with get connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. One thing that we've been following uh, during the COVID uh, pandemic, which I thought was very interesting, is just the uh, the justice system, uh, court cases. Uh, and I was always kind of wondering, well, how are they going to be dealing uh, with uh, important uh, court cases uh, that need to happen? Anything to do with things like uh, uh, custody uh, issues uh, with families, uh, domestic violence? Well, obviously, with a lot of the courts shut down, uh, they have had to, in some cases, go to telephone uh, and also video calling. Uh, in uh, New Brunswick, uh, for example, they uh, have actually done uh, a few of uh, those, and uh, the top justice there now says that uh, this will be uh, become more of uh, a tool that they will use uh, going forward to help us uh, talk uh, through this. We've got a great guest on the line. Uh, her name is Jennifer Penman. She's a partner at uh, Durston Penman Criminal Lawyers uh, as a criminal defense lawyer. She has practiced at all levels of the Ontario courts. She is also the director, Toronto director of the Criminal Lawyers Association, and an instructor in various continuing legal education and trial advocacy programs thanks for joining us uh, jennifer
4: thank you very much thanks for having me uh
0: i found this super interesting um i, I didn't realize that it uh in um, some cases was actually being used uh, before is this something you've done before uh trials uh, or, or uh, any kind of justice things over uh telephone or video
4: not before the pandemic i mean occasionally we would uh, in some jurisdictions have what are called pre-trials over the phone so that's a meeting between crown defense and a judge and we would have a discussion about trial issues potentially resolution typically those were in person but occasionally those would be on the phone those were it would just depend on the jurisdiction and whether the judge was okay with that since the pandemic we've all been forced into doing a certain number of proceedings remotely whether it be by phone or yeah. by video and this is, this is the new reality in terms of where we're going
0: Do you think this will change the way uh, some of these things are heard going forward that people I guess uh, might be a little more comfortable with them now?
4: Certainly as we, you know, because we're still in the pandemic and I think that um, in terms of what's happening in Ontario, the idea of the remote bail hearings, because almost all bail hearings right now are being done um, by phone, they're not being actually done by video that's going to continue <laughs> Uh, we're doing guilty pleas by phone, sometimes by video. Um, I think the judicial pretrials that I was just talking about, it's going to become the norm now that they're on video. It's far more efficient to have them done on video. From the defense perspective, for example, it just makes more sense to be able to, to get on the phone as opposed, opposed to driving, for example, for me from Toronto to Brampton, 45 minutes to an hour for a half an hour meeting just makes more sense to be able to get on the phone. So things like that are certainly going to be coming, become the norm. And I know that, you know, there's lots of movement towards digitizing um, the files, the informations, so that we're going to see a lot more efficiencies in the, from moving from the paper side to the digital side.
0: Does this mean that we could uh, get through more of these quicker?
4: So it does. I think there will be some efficiencies. We have to see how it's going to play out. The the difficulty right now is how you deal with all the people in custody. So there's a system that we're using in Ontario, and it's absolutely fine if you're doing something relatively uh, simple that's not complicated, that doesn't involve, for example, showing video. So you might have a surveillance video that you need to show. The technology isn't... uh, at the point right now where it can be shown to the person in custody while that in custody program is being used. So if you have a person out of custody, um, you know, we're moving towards doing proceedings on zoom um, or whatever platform might work. Um, You know, that's the way we're going, but some matters are also not suitable to video at all. I just
0: wonder uh, how do you, if you're just doing these things on phone, how do you determine that the person on the other end of the phone is who they are supposed to be?
4: So there's a number of protocols in place. So uh, mostly right now it's bail hearings that are happening by video. It's very important that it's the sureties who need to be identified because they are agreeing if the person is to be released that they are going to supervise this particular person. So we now have protocols where there has to be a sworn what's called surety declaration or an affidavit from the sureties. We're now allowed to swear affidavits remotely. Um, Typically we can try to have meetings like at FaceTime or something with the surety to confirm who they are. And then when they are actually on the phone call, they are under oath often because they're giving evidence themselves and they have to swear who, to who they are and they're willing to comply with the conditions and that they agree with whatever they swore in the surety declaration. It's the best we can do at this point because bail hearings are an emergency proceeding and we don't want all these people showing up at the courthouse.
0: Do you see this going into other types of trials, like having juries participate via Zoom? Is that in our in our future?
4: So we're not hearing that in Ontario anyway. I know, I think it's in, in England that they've talked about doing a, a Zoom jury trial. Um, you know, that's that's got a lot of pieces <laughs> up in the air trying to imagine doing a Zoom jury trial. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think if you're talking about jury trials, you're talking about obviously more serious charges, if you've got credibility issues, then you know, you're know you going to want to have the witnesses testifying there in person. It's not on the horizon yet in Ontario in any event, not that I've heard.
0: How do you feel about it all, Jennifer, as a lawyer?
4: Well, I'm on the defense side, obviously, and notwithstanding the fact that lawyers in Ontario are an essential service, because the courts are closed, we're essentially not working. Other than doing the guilty pleas, we're trying to do pre-trials as much as possible. But my practice, for example, is primarily very serious charges. I have murder trials that are just sitting there waiting to go. Um, so I'm anxious to see things get going as quickly as possible, use the um, technology to deal with things that can be dealt with on big cases ahead of time. So I did a three-day hearing on a, a homicide trial that was not anything that involved witnesses. So we did it over the phone, it was dealing with some paperwork type issues, but we were able to deal with it and now we've moved the, the matter along a little bit. So. I'm, I'm very much for it. I think there has to be a balance because some cases just can't be done by video. People have to be there in person. There has to be an assessment uh, in person of what's happening.
0: We're talking with Jennifer Penman. She is a partner at uh, Durston Penman Criminal Lawyers. Uh, she is uh, also the Toronto Director of the, criminals lawyer, uh, the Criminal Lawyers Association and is instructor in various continuing legal education and trial advocacy programs. Jennifer, thanks for joining us today.
4: Thank you very much for
0: having me. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, a few more gift ideas for Father's Day. Of course, they're going to be techie. Uh, This time, going into soundbars, what to look for. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this you're back with get connected don't forget to hit our website we've got a lot of great stuff happening up there right now we've got links to all our podcasts for the get connected radio show and app show there's video links of those as well you can see us in full color and we're constantly putting up uh, new videos and articles all in the world of tech and speaking of tech would you like to win some we have got great prizes happening this year right now we're giving away a belkin accessory prize pack you get a little wemo smart adapter so you can uh, talk to your lamps Uh, you can also uh, get a a cable and a special wireless charger for your smartphone that's all in the Belkin accessory pack again if you want to enter to win hit our website at www.getconnectedmedia.com and hit the newsletter subscription tab it's so easy and uh, if you subscribe you'll be entered to win all the contests we have uh, going all year and uh, again your odds are pretty good you know it's in the thousands it's better than the lotto Again, www.getconnectedmedia.com. I want to thank all the folks that helped put this show together. It's uh, a great team. Of course, uh, John. We've also got Stephen, Christina, AJ, Ged, Graham, Nigel, and Paul. We'll see you again next time.